Research your own experience. Absorb what is useful, reject what is useless, and add what is specifically your own. Join me on this episode of the Martial Art Innovations Podcast, where I'll unpack my interpretation of this quote by the legendary martial artist, Bruce Lee. Let's get started. Hello, I'm Don Frack, your host. I'm the owner and instructor at Martial Art Innovations, a self-defense and fitness-based martial art facility in Covina, California. And today I'm unpacking a quote by Bruce Lee, probably one of his most famous, and I think it bears repeating so we can reference it. Research your own experience, absorb what is useful, reject what is useless, and add what is uniquely your own. Now, I've heard this in several different forms. Sometimes the words are switched down around a little bit, but the general concept is the same regardless of which version that you've heard. And I would like to kind of break down what I think Bruce meant by this, um, how I've used it in a similar fashion, and then how we can use this perhaps in daily life. I quite often reference to my students that their martial arts training should benefit their life in general, that if they're training martial arts simply for the purpose of learning to defend yourself, you're really missing a great opportunity for martial arts to have a much wider and greater impact. Now, um, as far as research your own experience, I think this is probably the beginning of the idea that we should be looking at and evaluating what it is that we're experiencing in the world. Now, with Bruce talking in this case particularly about martial arts, Um, He had studied many different forms of martial arts. He was classically trained in several styles of Kung Fu, and he did Western boxing, he did fencing, he studied from many, many sources. And so that allowed him to have a deep and broad knowledge of things to draw from. Absorb what is useful and discard what is useless. I feel that he, in the martial arts sense, was referring to a lot of what he saw in classical martial arts, that they had um, impractical things that they utilized um, and ritualistic stuff. And he was really more interested in combat, things that could be used for real. And that he thought so much of what was being taught was useless and should be disregarded. And then as far as adding specifically or uniquely what is your own, uh, Bruce Lee definitely did this. In his style, Jeet Kune Do, um, it definitely has its own flavor because it takes from many different systems and is applied into uh, what he started. And if you look at his films, you want to talk about unique. Here's a, a, a gentleman that steps into a genre of film, action films, and the movies before Bruce Lee, as far as this style of uh, fighting goes, Uh, looked a certain way. And then when Bruce Lee came, it was definitely very unique and all him. And action films would never be the same after that. I I personally have adapted this concept in my own martial arts experience. Uh, I've been practicing martial arts for about 40 years now. As a matter of fact, this is 2022. I began doing martial arts in 1982. So 40 years of experience Um, has allowed me to have kind of a broad exposure to many different styles, systems, teaching methods, etc. And I have done my best to absorb what I felt was the most useful of those things. Um, Now, where I may differ here is I'm, I'm much more, much less likely to disregard or dismiss what is not useful 
because I have to have a clear definition of what that is because there's many times at which we just don't have the experience, the, the, the knowledge or the wisdom to put something to use. So I'm more likely to put something on the shelf rather than throw it straight into the trash for reference later. And then adding what is uniquely your own. In my case, the martial art that I teach today is not uh, anything like most of the systems that I studied um, in that I incorporate things like role play into our, uh, our training. And that was never taught to me in any of the martial art classes I ever took. And role play being that I'm practicing how not to get yourself into an altercation, practicing the kind of words that you use, your body language, your spacing, etc., um, I, I incorporate first aid training into a lot of the curriculum that I teach, especially when it involves weaponry. Um, I was never taught anything like that when I was first studying martial arts. I, I brought that in that idea into myself because I felt, you know, how unfortunate would it be that you learn a knife defense or gun defense um, that allows you to survive, but if you're injured during the fight and then you succumb to your wounds, then the defense wasn't valuable at all. So I make sure that we incorporate um, first aid. Uh, I, I add a lot of things in that I think make what I do unique. Now, I don't, I don't by any means think that my system is the best that's out there, but I do think it's definitely unique and it's mine. And I think that uh, we can take this concept and we can apply it uh, broadly to our work environment. If you happen to have uh, you know, experience in working more than one job, sometimes that can be a great benefit and a value because you can then bring the experience you've had in other domains to the place that you're currently working. And what you can do is you can take the best of each of the places you've worked at previously, bring those along with you, um, and reject what was not useful, perhaps um, policies from a business or a company or um, the way that a certain person may have managed you at that, at that job or facility, and then add what's uniquely, uniquely your own. And that's how you would combine all these things together as an employee working somewhere. Um, we can apply this in our families. You know, we can definitely look at our own family experience and our, our partner's family experience, absorb what we felt were good traditions and things that we liked about that, the way our parents raised us, and then uh, things that we don't want to do, you know, per particularly the way that we raise children or the way we handle arguments. You know, you, you might have seen things that you say, hey, I don't want to, I want to reject this, I don't want to do this and bring this into our family. And then what makes your family uh, unique? You know, what is it that you bring in and is special just to you and your family? Now, this idea we can see throughout culture in many different ways. So when I was growing up as a kid, I really liked basketball. As a matter of fact, I had a dream of being an NBA player um, when I was a little kid. But um, in the 80s, uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar was, uh, was a player for the Los, An Los Angeles Lakers and he was famous for what's called a skyhook, and that's where you stand sideways to the basket and you kind of fling the ball over your head. And, you know, it really uh, had a heavy influence on me. And as I bring this up, I, I'm, I'm, you know, trying to think of other players from that time that really stood out. Now, I was a fan of him, but that particular flavor of uh, shot and play was definitely uniquely him. Um, you can see this in film. Um, who am I thinking here? Tim Burton. There we go. That's what I was thinking of. Uh, Tim Burton. When you see a, a Tim Burton film, 
you know, there are lots of different people that have done animation prior to him. But when you watch one of his movies, um, especially classically like A Nightmare Before Christmas, that's probably his most famous one, um, you can feel uh, that there's something different there. And I had the benefit of going to see an exhibit of his um, artwork from when he was a young man. And you can see even in his teens and in his 20s, the start of what would be his unique flavor and what he really added to make it uniquely his own. In the area of music, uh, Chris Cornell, he was the lead singer for Soundgarden, Audio Slave, and he had a very successful solo career. Uh, Chris Cornell, I think his greatest gift and what made things uniquely his own was his ability to take other people's songs and add a flavor to them that, that resonated with just him all over it. If you've never heard the song Billie Jean by Michael Jackson covered by Chris Cornell, I highly recommend that you go and check that out. It is an amazing performance. Um, I understood the song at a whole nother level listening to him sing it. And I, I give you these examples because these are people who took from their life experience the things that they wanted to include in their practice or their art form and made it unique to them. And so I think that the idea of researching your own experience, absorbing what is useful, rejecting what is useless, and adding specifically that which is your own is a very, very valuable philosophy. If you want more information on this, um, you can find, if you just simply look up the quote, there's several, but on the brucelee.com website, um, if you look up uh, Research Your Own Experience, there's a great blog post there about it, and uh, perhaps in the future, um, I'll do something similar to it. I'd like to thank you for joining me on this episode of the Martial Art Innovations Podcast. If you're not already subscribed, please consider doing so, so you'll receive future updates. If you'd like more information about myself and what I do at my school, you can contact me through martialartinnovations.com. Um, I have social media profiles on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube as well, so you can get information there. If you happen to live in the Covina area and you'd like a free trial membership to my facility, simply contact me at my school, either through our email address, which is martialartinnovations at gmail.com, or you can give me a call at 626 626- Three three one three two five two. I'd be glad to accommodate you. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to this episode, and I look forward to having you join me on the next one. Take care. Yeah.